<laughs> no music, guy. I got no music because I'm in a cage in the jungle. Yeah, you guys probably already figured out that I was probably going to get arrested, okay, in some foreign country, right? Like this guy, this bald white guy who says ridiculous things. He's probably going to get thrown in a cage one of these days. Well, guess what, guy? You were right. I'm in a cage. Help. Please send help. Please send help. No, guy. It's episode, I don't know, 217. <laughs> so, uh, I feel like I got malaria. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> They're pooping a lot. And uh, I'm your host, Alex Woody. I'm in Mexico. I'm in the jungle. That was a chair. I didn't, uh, I didn't get in trouble. You know me, guy. I'm sly. I'm... Uh, I'm Alex Sticky Fingers Woody. No one sees me uh, coming. Uh, not even my wife. <laughs> Where is it? I'm, uh, you've got to pretend you, you came. Uh, I can't. I can't sure. It's not that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, I am happy to report I survived the Mexico trip uh, well so far, <laughs> and I'm here in the jungle. I'm in a resort that I just bought. Yes, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but I am a multi-billionaire. I just bought this hotel, and I'm super pumped. <laughs> no, guys, you really think I uh, I bought this hotel and make a hell of money. I probably won't be doing this podcast. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I'm happy that I didn't die so far. <laughs> it was going right. But uh, no, I, it's been a hell of a trip. Let me tell you. Uh, eye-opening, you know, uh, there's a, a lot of uh, rich feelings when you're on vacation. You know, when you go on vacation, like, this is how rich people live all the time. You know, you get a glimpse of it for like seven days. But like, people that are going like this, they put their hand in their chest. That's what they do in this resort. Every time you walk by them, they go, hold on. But they put their hand in their chest. And uh, one time I was kind of drunk and I did it back to the guy thinking it was like kind of like waving. My wife's like, what are you doing? That's the meaning. They're taller, you asshole, white guy. I was like, sorry. You know, you just kind of carrying me out. But those are people, you know? I think those are cousins. <laughs> so, you know, I'm getting a glimpse. I think there's rich people out there that have all their butlers do some kind of sign. I would have my butlers go like this every time I want, you know, Woody. And uh, I'm loving it. I wish I could not leave because this is fucking fancy. Now, let me tell you, my trip it didn't start being at a fancy place in the jungle with cool-ass chairs. It looks like my mom had in the 70s when she was a hippie. You know, my trip coming here, got to go to real Mexico, you know, when there isn't, you know, white people going, oh my God, this is great. Oh, <laughs> you know, this is, I went to Mexico when white people were like, oh my God, oh, go, 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 get the hell out of here. You know, I went to the part of Mexico where if you're a bald, chubby white guy with a beard that may have a podcast called Midnight in the Bay, they're gonna stare at you. I uh, I got some stares for sure. I definitely got some stares. And uh, I was in a neighborhood 
where there was a one white person who was going, oh my God, they have a Starbucks here too. You know, these are straight, hardworking, Mexican dudes. Uh, they, all, they all eat food off the street. It's fucking dope. I wish I had a place uh, that was my street food. You know, I'd be 6,000 pounds, probably dead. But, uh, you know, it's dope that they can leave their house and then go right out of the corner. It goes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they, uh, all their bathrooms, oh, you gotta pay for I'm in the, I'm in, we go to Guadalajara, which is like the Mexican one. Okay, not your standard Mexico. This is real Mexico. That's tourist shit. Okay. And, uh, I gotta go bad because when you have diarrhea here, it comes out of nowhere. It's like that friend you haven't talked to for 10 years because they went on a psychedelic trip and never came back mentally. You know what I mean? Where, they, you know, they get real religious. You're like, who is this guy? He's annoying. I can't put their legs up on the car. It's like one of those guys said, yeah, that'll blow up. Hey, is this still your number? Yeah, guy. Are you still fucking weirdo? You know, it's like one of those guys. And, uh, <laughs> what was I going with? <laughs> so, uh, the diarrhea hits you out of the blue. And I'm on this bus tour of Guadalajara, you know. And the downtown is pretty sophisticated. It's also white people, it's also stuff. And I'm loving the lights and all churches and the Pope and kids in my window. I was like, oh, this is authentic uh, Catholic church. And the diarrhea, the friend out of the blue hits me. Out of nowhere, like, oh my God, this is horrible, you know? And I go to a bathroom. The guy's like, you have to pay. And he had a little feather earring. He's making cappuccinos and milkas, wherever the fuck they have in Mexico. And uh, I'm trying to take money out of this machine so I can pay him, and it's not working. And guy, it's about to come out. I mean, this is, this is a, the kid, senior year of high school, who wears rainbow shirts, and he's ready to tell his parents he's gay. I mean, this is what the shit's like. I mean, it's ready to come out. And I, I go up to the guy and I go, you know what, guy? And he's speaking Spanish and stuff. I said, I gotta go poo-poo. You know, one thing when you're in a foreign country, if you do sign language or make signs, you gotta fucking go. They understand. Plus, he saw the panic on my face. Saw me sweating. He looked at my stomach. He's like, "Okay, I, I think I'm reading this guy has shit, and he doesn't go now. He's doing shit on the floor." I bust in the bathroom. Okay, told the guy I'm a damn after. I rush in there. I'm pulling down my pants. I'm like, "No, toilet seat." Yeah, I gotta go. No toilet. I gotta hover like I'm an alien of Mexico. I'm like trying to hold hold myself up. Yeah, I'm like almost three hundred pounds. Like trying to hold myself up like fucking Spider Man, you know. My back's hurting me. I'm like, a chiropractor, what's your number? And uh, anyways, I go and I rush out there. I don't pay the guy. <laughs> Fuck you. I want to revaluable feather earring. Um, I did buy a coffee though. I did buy a coffee. So that's that's something. I said, I'll buy something. Let me get something in return. You know, I'm an American. I can't I can't give you something, I get something in return. <laughs> like Christopher Columbus, great guy. <laughs> So we uh, we do the tour, all that. We take the train home. We got midnight. I mean, guys, this is like if you're from the Bay Area, 
the where the area we're at it's like Oakland. You know, it's like Hayward. It's not the best area. There's some writing on the wall, but it's not art. They think it's art. You know what I mean? Kind of graffiti. And uh, people are always blown away when you're in another country and start speaking English. You don't want to do that when you're in that area. So, anyways, we go. I try my uh, wife's aunt's food. Great food. I'm, 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 I'm later though. I'm like, in the bathroom, fuck that ad. She shut me off. You know, it's authentic food calls for a lot of lard, which ironically, lard fat makes me sick. I'm fat. It shouldn't make me sick. This is annoying, you know? But all the food's great. I don't think I could live here and not be a thousand pounds. Have you seen that director? Guillermo del Toro, you know, he did Pam Labyrinth and all that. I that guy's like a thousand pounds. I get it. You know what I mean? I uh I I'm like I'm not gonna make fun of that guy. You know, I don't care if he's got the biggest fuba I've ever seen in my life, you know. Um I get it. That would be me trying to do comedy all out of breath even more <laughs> than normal. So I uh by the way, I snuck over like five days. And uh, I was nervous on the plane, you know. But the great thing is when you're on uh, vacation and you go to the airport, I'm going to give you a little tip here. Bring someone that's disabled, okay? Mentally, physically. My wife, she's got her ankle. She's got the boot. We walk in. They're like, oh, you need a wheelchair. We'll push you through security. I mean, guy. <laughs> if you're terrorists, listen to this, hurt your foot and go through. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because they just, they let us through, right? And in Harley checked uh, metal detector, uh, you know, Harley went through the bags, and then uh, we get to Mexico, and it's same deal, you know, but even they work harder for the money here. I mean, the late, the ladies pushing my wife in the wheelchair, telling us romantic stories, giving us tamales. I'm like, you work there? She's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a worker. Uh, I'm blown away by the hospitality. Um, I went in the bathroom. The lady followed me. She goes, I want your house for you. I'm like, this is awesome. I love Mexico. My patience is it. And so, uh, anyways, went to Mexico and I'm not off the hook yet with the big pets, you know. Uh, I feel like they circumcise people, castrate people too, bringing weed in the country, especially a white person, you know, especially a person looking like me. Insurrection should be my middle name, you know. And so I uh, I get to the point where they check everything in Mexico, right? And the ladies in the wheelchair is telling the ladies, pleasure we go right through everything. No one checks us. They give us a little wave. When you go to another country and get to the airport, you usually hit this button. And if it goes green, they check you. But if it goes red, you can go through. Or maybe I got that backwards. And uh, we never hit the button. The lady just pushed us through. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank, thank God. I had edibles in the bag, and they were starting to smell because the guy I buy them from, it just was basically all weed in it, you know? And I was worried about going to jail, you know? Everything worked out. And so now I am going to go uh, to 
get our car, right? And so we get the car. Let me tell you, driving to Mexico is like a piece of cake. I'm driving, people are yelling at us. I don't know what they're yelling, so that's kind of cool. People take left turns from the far right lane. So you'll be sitting there in your car, and the littlest cars, you rent a car in Mexico, they give you a taco toy. And I'm just fucking sitting there, polite. And it turns green, and this guy comes right in front of me. I thought I was going to fucking hit him, you know. And the, the cab driver told us later on that if you get in a car accident in Mexico, the insurance companies just tell them to fucking leave. We can't run because they can't afford to pay out people. I mean, it's fucking horrible. So they drive crazy, and you're not going to get your car paid to get fixed. So immediately I'm like, Dave, I, I, can't, I can't drive here anymore. So we're done visiting my wife's family, done visiting their bathrooms, and uh, I'm just adding music. I thought I was tripping because I took a little bit of an edible, you know, Mexican people are looking at me walking here. And uh, I thought I was starting to hear music. That's kind of cool, though, huh? Maybe we should walk to the beach. I don't know. The music's kind of too much. Or should we keep it? I fucking we'll keep it. So we ended up taking a bus ride to Puerto Vallarta. Now we're in the tourist spot. Now we're feeling rich. Now we're in places. We're in a palace. I mean, the fucking hotel is named after palace. Um, this place is glorious. It's glamorous. It's everything you want in a hotel. And I'm hoping to give me some free rooms if I can so great if I'm. But, um, I looked at a tip while I was uh, getting my bags out at the hotel here of how not to get sick in Mexico. Okay? And it says, don't eat the salads. And I'm like, way ahead of you. <laughs> I've been eating salads for a couple of years. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I uh, get bigger tips than my mom. <laughs> so uh, we unpack your bags and I'm loving feeling like royalty a uh, little sad that it's not gonna last forever now my goal in life is to become as rich so i can have servants and people put their arm on their chest <laughs> i mean i got passions in life now that i want to i got goals now <laughs> you know be rich so i can have servants every bald white guy's uh dream right oh and by the way flying here i have to mention it um awkward but there's kids on your flight and you're watching a movie on the pad and you and an intense sex scene pops up you know people looking at you the mom like what are you watching you know your wife hey i was like that's where it's the movie uh no one dizzy movies only on the plane i am not getting fucking awkward looks very unsettling especially when you're little when you're little on the plane you don't want anyone you know um so we're at the resort, loving the hand to chest, um, the bathroom. Okay. Now, when we get our room, the guy is looking at me kind of weird. Okay. And I'm like, Nancy, maybe he thinks I'm telling Segura. That's why I usually get back at home. Let's see. We go up to the room, we're checking it out. The bathroom has no fan. Um, ah, that guy was looking at me weird. Because he knows that room's gonna be stinky. He knows I'm gonna fuck shit up because he's no fan. Here's my deal: you got the things, 
You know, you got all you can eat Mexican food there. Well, you got bathrooms, but no fans. That's really my only complaint. You know, I uh, I was I was nervous because there's no fan, right? And our second day here, they turn off the water. Wow, this is great. It's something you want after eating five thousand pieces of quesadillas. And uh, I have to go. And my wife's like, go downstairs. And I'm like, I got to go now. That friend's knocking at the door unexpectedly. I go. I throw the toilet paper in there. I'm like, you know, can't flush. Fuck. We leave to go on a day trip to pick up the city. And I'm thinking in my head, you know, they're not turning the water on for another couple hours. It's been all day. And they clean our room, you know. Which I love, by the way. Oh, so we're gonna clean the room after you. You're throwing towels in the corner. You're wiping butters on it. Like you're coming out walls. Not the last part. It's like royalty. You know, this is what Prince William does. You think Prince William folds up his shit and puts it away? Hell no. He's throwing it on the ground. Take that up. You know, he's loving life. So uh, I leave this fucking stink grenade. <laughs> in the bathroom and uh i'm on the uh the day trip with the white kid oh my god i've just murdered the mayor she's dead she's 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 a goner no one can handle my stink and no one probably can handle my stink after hours of this sitting in there with no fan it's humid here you know and uh I'm fucking nervous. I'm like, I'm gonna go to prison, hurt her. Um, you know, I'm smoking life flash before me in my eyes. By the way, I'm high as hell on an edible. So, like, you know, that's probably another reason why I'm paranoid over this stupid shit. <laughs> and so uh, we get back and I open the door and I'm, yeah, I'm not even religious and I'm doing the cross. I'll, um, you know, saying all oh, Buddha, I love you, I'm eating your honor and the tits. Open the door. No maid on the ground. Toilet flushed. Now, I will say one thing. Usually they were leaving chocolates on the bed. There was no chocolates on that bed that day, let me tell you. But uh, the only explanation I could think of why a maid didn't pass out or die from fumes is they called in the big one. You know, there's probably a little maid who tried to open the door and, uh, and smelled immediately the fumes and, and left, you know, and called the fire department again. The big uh the big lady, you know, the Hulk of Mexico, you know, and had her go and clean it and flush it and deal with the fumes. You know, bigger people can deal with more fumes. I was uh, a big kid and I told this story before in the podcast, but I accidentally turned on my mom's car to listen to music. I didn't have a fucking stereo. She does more. Okay. And I had the garage door closed. So I'm breathing in all these scenes, probably why I'm so fucking like, you know. And uh, for like a good hour. And my mom came in, turned off the car, called me moron, you know, said, what are you doing? And I didn't die. So... Well, the story is, if you want to handle fumes, if you're thinking about being a fireman, get fat, because you'll handle it more. I uh, I love the pool, by the way. You know, they have pools here. They have, like, five different pools. I'm like, what am I at, Prince in Dubai? You know, I bought a turban today. I'm feeling like a Prince, baby. 
It confuses people, by the way, when you're white, you wear a turban, you're like, what is this guy? Like, keep, keep, uh, keep staring at me and wondering, because I just want your attention. Because my parents didn't give it to me. Kidding, they gave too much attention. Where it's like, I want to go in my room with you by myself. So, I, uh, I go to one of the pools. Let me tell you, I love the pool with a bar. I've never handled that. I become rich, I'm making a pool at the bar. Unbelievable. You sit right up there, you get your drink, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm sitting at the bar and you're in the water still. And I start to go pee. Now, when you pee in a pool, you act like nothing's going on. You know what I mean? It's just sometimes hard, you know, especially when your pee burns. You're like, ah, ah. The waiter's like, all right. I was like, ah, you know. Um, I was worried my pee was so yellow that I was going to pump up in the pool, you know? But uh, I asked my kid, he's in the pool. I'm like, hey, man, you need to pee? He's like, I just went eight times. I was like, okay. <laughs> you know? I do like peeing in the pool, too. I'm not going to lie. I'm one of those assholes. But, uh, you know, don't put your mouth in the pool, you know? It's a pain in the ass to get up and out and go pee every time, you know? Especially when you got a cocktail there. I uh, was talking to my wife, and she said, "My dad, the waiter, said I'm cute. Any women do this, you know? <laughs> I yes, men do it though too. <laughs> I told my wife a couple times. I made up stories. Hey, the lady at the comedy store, that was cute. Um, it gets them appreciating you more, and I think." My wife felt that way because she had a little pep in her stuff. She, she was smiling and moving. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Still kind of annoying, though. It's always slightly annoying. Like, this guy saw me with you. That guy, you know, come on. But, uh, whatever, men will hit on whatever. We'll hit on a fucking six to wait talk to it, right? <laughs> I uh, had to get a COVID test while here. You don't have to get COVID test going into Mexico, but leaving you do. And so since we're leaving today, I uh, got a COVID test. And uh, let me tell you, all negative, <laughs> just like my personality. I um, was a little upset, though, because they did the old school uh, way when we first started. Uh, but I was like, ah, Jesus, Pedro. <laughs> So uh, that was uncomfortable, especially since my son and wife were in the room. And I, so I told you for a little bit. But uh, we got through it. And apparently my brown says I am negative. Um, I did a really good job not biting my nails here. I'm not supposed to drink the water. So when I wash my hands, I'm like, God, what am I going to do? Uh, so hopefully we don't bite the nails when we get back to the U.S. Um, not looking forward to coming home. When I quit being a comedian and whatever else fucking super jobs I do, and when I live here, but the problem is if I wanted to live here, I don't have the money to live glamorous like this. I have to go to the street and sell stuff that I eat. Let me tell you, white people, they can't handle it. I put on a, a gallon of sunscreen. I still got a heat rash. I'm like, am I just, because I grew up in the suburbs and my, white, and my parents call me, is is like, the softness never going to leave my body. What do I need to do? You know what I mean? Uh, horrible, horrible. And walking around all red, people thinking it was strawberry. But uh, we got through it with drugs and alcohol. <laughs> we got through it because uh, 
ironically, I'm a super confident person. Um, and when I take the shirt off, you can come to a red and I'm like, wow, I look in the mirror and I'm like, shh. And I had people looking, you know, no one said I was cute, like the guy to my wife, but I did have some people looking, mostly men, mostly because I think my blood crap was showing, but I did have people looking at me. So that's cool. Um, by the way, when you come to a resort, people are a lot more good looking. I mean, you're just in a city, right? Um, you, you, wow. Wow. I mean, the men and the women are like, wow, am I gay? <laughs> you know? And the women, I was like, um, I think the wife would understand, like, married her and left my wife. You know what I mean? It's beautiful people like that. I mean, there's a guy looking at my wife's pool, and I was like, I would get one of my wife leave. I, there's a lot of things I would get in my wife's life. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, this is fucking paradise. Let's walk to the beach. I want to guys show you the beach before I get out of here, which uh, I'll do my little ad while uh, while we're walking here. Put the camera down for a second. That water, you know, when you're in the tropics, you got to drink a lot of water. That's a tip for fat guys. You can come to a country with humidity and not have uh, water. I've <laughs> learned the hard way, uh, the throwing up way. But look at this. And I'm in paradise. This is, and I got to leave for the cold and the rain and jobs. Oh, not looking forward to it. But that's all right. Look at this. Unbelievable. I can live here. I can live here. I can own this perfectly. All the fantasies, the fantasies when you're white and stoner. Oh my god, look at this. Crazy. I'm uh, I'm up super fucking early too. Apparently, uh, people on vacation don't wake up early because I don't see one fucking person. But, uh, Anyways, this is the fucking place right here. The beach. They always got music playing. Uh, really cool. I think they got DJs in the bushes. This place is unfucking real. Unfucking real. You guys need to come to one of our uh, Mexico. We did a good deal with a lot of I have to smuggle some drugs and enjoy your time. But, uh, well worth it. Well worth it. Um, we're going to walk back to the hotel. But, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Silver Tongue Audio. Go to silvertongueaudio.org. You will see my podcast there. We're not in the bay. Oh, my God. I love this river. I need a river. Oh, sorry. Um, you'll see these in the third there that free to download. These in the third, they're good, funny horror podcast. And then you'll see the NPC podcast, the non player character podcast. It's a great one. It's about video games, it's about video games <laughs> and addiction. We talk about addiction too, so that's very serious. And, uh, you know, these people are in the video game industry. Unbelievable. This is the most ADD podcast I've ever had. <laughs> and uh, 
It's a great podcast to listen to while you play video games. So go uh, check out NPC and podcast. Disturbed, of course, my old episode in the day. Free download, no subscription, no Joe Rogan, shaming you in the vaccine, none of that. Okay? SilverTongueAudio.org. Oh. I can't believe those guys don't sponsor me. I love it. <laughs> you know, it's good to have a little support, right? Grandma tells you the fuck off. The strangers that you've known for a little bit don't. You know what I mean? So we are feeling good about that. But uh, I was going to notice it. It ran the beard. Does that mean I'm getting wiser? Fucking all closer to death. Probably the second option. I gotta show you guys this fucking bridge. It's unbelievable. This is a great hotel with some little lit to it. You know walking around with this fucking music and marijuana. It's just fun. Unreal. Eating your heart out, San Francisco. This place is way better. I'd way rather come here than San Francisco. I haven't seen one fucking club here. You know, one thing I didn't see is that many cats. I think I started seeing a couple at the end. But, uh, Mostly dogs. And probably uh, because the dogs fucking eat the cats. The dogs are out here vicious. They're all wild dogs. Also, um, we have wild raccoons here. And you know, we're eating dinner, and this raccoon pops up. Motherfucker acting like the waiter and shit. He's waving at us. My wife freaked out. I heard actually heard my wife say, Mommy. Um, I was like, oh, this is funny. She got mad. I was laughing at it. But if you want to hear her say it, it's all like, Raccoon video on my Instagram underscore Alex for the comedy. It's hilarious and cute. It's a little bit. You tell my, you tell your significant other if you're laughing at her. Say, oh my god, but you're so beautiful and have her cute. Oh my god, okay, forgive me. I mean, just hit him with a compliment. That's anyone in life. Someone mad at you? You ran over someone's foot with your car. You just say, hey man. Nice hat. Go, go Raiders, you know? And they're like, uh, oh, yeah, okay. Not bad. We'll see you. This is shit. Ah, it's not shit. Beautiful. Unreal. I'm probably going to go have my 10th buffet. This is, it's on buffets here. I mean, no wonder I've been having diarrhea, you know? And uh, walk around at the date pen. And then I will be back in California later today, ready to hit some open mics, ready to do some shows. Start off 2022 with a fucking bang. Like, I got a new one. You talk to the wife. Like, oh. um, love you guys. I appreciate the support. I did a best of episode. You should check out my YouTube page. I will see you guys later. Adios. Silver Tongue Audio.